0: Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve,
1: and I'm Braden.
0: And this is Return to Camp Half Blood, the English class that you always wanted,
1: where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. All right, it is—it's here. It's finally here. We can talk about <laughs> this TV show. Um, so exciting! So exciting. But like, first off, Ava, Neve, how are we doing this week?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, my little show opened. Very exciting. Very awesome. Went really well. Um, but that means I'm I'm tired. I feel like I'm always tired now. I don't know why. Maybe that's part of like post grad as just always being tired.
1: Yeah, being alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, which is crazy. Um, maybe I'll become immune to it someday, but. As of the moment I am not and I'm just sleepy frequently and that's okay um but yeah i'm doing well i'm I'm gonna head back to. um, I guess kind of home that's another thing about post Grad i'm like when I go visit like my family i'm like I lived there for so long it's like which, which thing do I refer to as like go home, you know um. I'm going back to visit family and friends for a decent chunk of December, um, including Braden and Eva on New Year's. Yay! I'm so yes. excited! It's going to be so much fun. And I, I, oh my God, I need to see all you guys in person so badly. Um, so that's going to be super awesome. I'm leaving, uh, I believe, Saturday or Sunday, 12 hour drive. Let's go. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll do it. I'm gonna queue up some podcasts and audiobooks and it'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm overall chilling, you know? I'm I'm less stressed now that our show is open and I'm I'm just kind of cruising. How about you, Neve?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have a very busy couple weeks with the holidays and um working the holidays and planning for People coming to visit, which is super exciting. I feel so grown up. Um, because I'm gonna um since I kind of have to like work Christmas Eve, not Christmas, because you know, it's not open on the restaurant is not open on Christmas, but um, it is open Christmas Eve morning and I'll probably be working that. Um, and then I'll probably have to head back like right after Christmas. Um, so because of that, like a bunch of my extended families coming to Philly and like visiting, um So that's exciting. I mean, not with me. We have a very small apartment, but they booked a hotel (laughs) they're going to stay somewhere else. Um, and that's really cool. I feel very adult that I'm like hosting people where I live. I'm like, oh, how did I get this old? Um, and then we're hosting you guys for New which is so exciting. Um, it's basically just getting a lot of, uh, like, errands done before this, like, big string of people visiting in the holidays. Uh, like, yesterday, I literally did nothing except my um, remote job and then just went all all over the city picking up Christmas gifts. <laughs> so many different vendors saw me that day. Um, and today is the same plan. So, because these are, like, the only two days I have off for, like, the foreseeable future, honestly. So, Um. Yeah. I'm excited though. It's all good things. I feel very adult in a good way. Um, and I've also been thinking a lot about how nice it is to have independence post-grad. Um,
1: <laughs> Just generally?
2: Because have you have you guys not had things on your For You page of people like... like oh, being like, they, like I, I have- Living with my parents and I'm like, wow, I don't know how I got lucky enough to like not be experiencing this right now. But like, I am glad.
1: The, I have no, not that, seen like, the
2: universe worked out in because it's just been a lot of people talking about um like post grad life living with their parents and feeling like they really love their parents and they appreciate that they have a place to stay, but they just feel like, like they're like backsliding. And yeah. then there's so much debate of, like, should you even be complaining about that? Like, you're really privileged to have parents to live with. And, like, that is so true. All of these are so true. I'm so glad that I don't think about yeah. it ever. <laughs> okay. I, right.
1: Yeah. My, like, quick take on this is just, like, I maybe I just have general internet exhaustion right now. Oh, my God. People can have problems. <laughs> like, I don't, like... Oh, you're right. Like, we we need to... Everyone knows not everyone but most people know that their problems are like on a scale of like I know I have these privileges but like more money more problems you know no but like it is I think the maybe this is my like philosophy but I think the human experience is fundamentally like I'm going to find a problem Yeah. You know? oh, yeah um and so like I feel like no matter how successful you are, how good everything else is, you're going to find a problem. But like, that doesn't mean that's not like, you're not experiencing it as a problem. And like, there are some actual effects on your mental health that like living with your parents as an adult can cause. Like, especially you don't know your relationship with people's parents. Some people might not have a good relationship with their parents and they can't afford to move out, but they are grateful to have, have a place to live. Things are complicated stop attacking people online i'm just getting very tired
0: (laughs) no that's real mind your business yeah mind your damn business i'm sure it needs to be minded like i'm sure there's something in your life that you can (laughs) I,
2: i love when people post on like um people who are like either insane like attacking someone for no reason or like a like very deranged fandom thing like just the link to like indeed like that is fucking hilarious
1: get, like, a job. get a job.
2: my
0: my go-to is usually like don't you have a pet to feed right now
2: that's a good one too that pet like your cat's hungry
0: like your so fish is belly up diva
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good how are you British oh yeah other than that (laughs) other than that little rant um I'm pretty good I'm also a little tired but like not in like a crazy way I have picked up some extra like top overtime for work um I'm just like working concessions for some of the shows that some of our renters are doing and like it's both like a working concessions and also like when the renter at like can't figure something out, like a person who like actually works at the venue is there to like answer the question like where's the trash can or the, <laughs> the the dumpster? Um, or there's a mouse. Oh we have mice. It's Guys, a it's a it's a thea- it's a theater building. in a really old building. <laughs> in like, a really
2: old section of the city, in, the, too. in
1: yeah, like in the center of Philadelphia, like yeah, there's mice. Like, okay. Oh my god, this reminds me yesterday. So like, I live in a city, a lot of people bike. So like three of-
2: Brave people. Yeah, if you bike in Philadelphia, you have my utmost respect. Yeah. I will never be yeah. you. I'm so yeah. scared of all the cars here. But,
1: but- uh, three of the staff members in-, in our office bike, which is kind of a crazy percent as there's only like seven of us. <laughs> like, I don't- <laughs> That is I
0: don't, crazy. So,
1: yeah, the full staff of the theater is not huge. So that's that's a large percent. Um, But I was in the box office and then I hear a a shout, and I look over at ah uh, two of my coworkers having a meeting, and there's a little mouse, little field mouse, sitting just perched on the bike, and so,
2: that's kind of adorable. So my
1: boss had to roll the bike out of the building, and the mouse, the mouse stayed? Just, like, went for the ride, and then got outside and just like took a leap off and left.
0: A mouse that's- rode a bike
1: incredible um do you remember motorcycle mouse I do (gasps) oh so true this is his origin story (laughs) yeah
2: literally is this is where he got his start
1: um (laughs) but that actually had nothing to do with me well it did but like that wasn't really (laughs) but um overall I'm pretty good yeah it's the holidays the holidays are a little stressful but like nice at the same time yeah exactly um I like i've been working a lot but again like it could be worse like i've still had time to go to the gym basically every day which is also nice i dyed my hair uh that was a disaster um not a disaster like it looks fine like but it was not the (laughs) intention we did not end up where we wanted to go because um i bleached my hair but apparently the ends of my hair still have black hair dye on them um and so then i had like my hair was grown out but in reverse
2: that's crazy <laughs> yeah.
1: um it's like so
2: reverse frosted tips
1: yeah and so I had to buzz it and so now I look like Coriolanus snow
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so on trend for sure um it's I just gotta wait it out now <laughs> I was also growing out my hair which is this that's why like it really frustrated me because I was trying to grow my hair longer
0: um
1: um it's
0: fine
1: um other than that percy jackson true the tv show the
0: tv show
1: uh so here's our little update for you all on what's been up with us in percy jackson land um we spent the past week uh at some we attended some press conferences um not unfortunately not as many as we'd like because all of us work multiple jobs Mm -hmm. um which was very cool we got some insider tea um i we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna cover what we we'll talk about a little bit about like the stuff we heard during them but like not too much because there were a lot of other people there too whose focus is more on reporting on press conferences and stuff um
2: also you've all seen the clips on twitter for
1: some reason yeah single clip of this press conference people have been leaking leaking stuff (laughs) anyways um and our i think approach to covering this tv show is we're gonna try to be a little more uh not academic but in line with our our spirit of this podcast and try to be a little more analytical and more like talking about the craft um of crafting the tv show um and less about the like fanness of it um Mm -hmm. we're still obviously going to do a lot of that because it was very exciting and we have (laughs) a lot of exciting things to say um but we're gonna we're gonna try to give you something a little different so like we encourage you to also check out all the other percy jackson podcasters that are are covering stuff in different ways like i know uh seaweed brain is going to cover a lot of the, the press conference stuff so if you want to hear a lot about that uh, approach them um they're all of the podcasts that i've talked to everyone's taking a little bit of a different approach to how they're covering stuff so um if you like percy jackson content
2: you've got try it. them
1: all <laughs> uh, i encourage you to um and then we have seen the first four episodes of of this series yes. um so here here's kind of how we're gonna approach this um today's episode is going to be a two-part episode that's going to come out uh when the review embargo lifts um which is now, <laughs> if, if you're listening to <laughs> it. Welcome to
2: it, to it on um, episodes one and two. So we'll on talking
1: on about- episodes one and two. So we're going to give our, right now, our non-spoiler review and thoughts on like the media coverage and press conference situation of everything. Um, and then we're going to give our spoiler thoughts in a part two of this episode that is going to drop when the episode drops on Disney+. Plus. So it'll be right there to listen to Right after you finish watching it, um, and then we're we will be returning to our regularly regularly scheduled programming, ne- starting next week, and just releasing little like fifteen minute short little uh, review updates about each episode when they come out. Um, for at least three and four, they will also drop when those episodes drop. After that we shall see what happens based on
2: screener materials
1: uh if we get screeners past episode four um which is not likely so those maybe will come out like the day after um so we'll see um i think let's just start um ava was not able to attend the press conference material but um if neve Niamh- uh, you and I just want to talk a little bit about like what we heard in the press conferences. Uh, I I feel like I'm mostly interested in talking about like just the ways that the the kids were uh answering the questions. I think was just kind of like cool to see yeah. that people ask questions to the showrunners and everything. Yeah. but like,
2: and they were cool.
1: But they they didn't have as mu- uh, much of a chance to say stuff because people. Yeah. Reporters have been very interested in the kids. Yeah. Um,
2: And I will say, it was, like, it's difficult to think of questions for children, just in the sense, and, like, yeah, I think it's difficult to navigate, like, these are literal kids, so, like, how much, like, what kind of questions do you want to ask? Like, I don't know. I feel like any time that I was, like, trying to think of a question, I was just thinking about, like, wow, these are children. children. (laughs) Um. But yeah,
1: um, I think, I mean, just like, I think the actors all very much embody their characters. Um, yes, we felt that both in the way they discuss things in the pre- press conferences, um, and just like in the the first two episodes as well, they like are really in tune <laughs> with the ca- yeah. the casting is, is very well done. Um, I I think. It was really cool to see how excited that they were about the show. They all shared that they were very excited for people to see the Aries fight.
2: Yes. Which I am also excited to see the Aries fight. So I'm glad that we are, are pumped about it. um, okay. Cause it's just something. I'm glad that they're excited about it. Cause it is a scene that could go so weird, so fast. Yeah. Like, it is just like a kid fighting a god, and like it could become a very strange scene. So
1: I'm yeah. glad that they're all it has to be done it. very well to be like believable. It's kind of a stretch in the book, frankly. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they were all little sweeties. They were all very, uh very cute, very sweet, dressed great, dressed Except- great.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Leah Jeffries <laughs> <laughs> eating. Yeah, e- I, I remember yeah. It's it's
0: it. doing really well. I remember you guys were like she stunted she stunted and I forgot to ask for details
1: um frankly it's been over a week so I can't like recall the outfit but But I just it's a good one it was good
2: it was great
1: I mean you've seen pictures of it probably on on Twitter like oh yeah Percy Jackson Twitter um like they've been doing press all week so like there's yeah photos of them everywhere now and she's stunted in every single one um
2: (laughs) i saw a good tweet that was like can someone please free walker from flannels (laughs) i was like so true like it's not that it's just like they're both the other cast members are yeah
1: and
2: like walker is in flannels and like you know it is percy like i get
1: it and yesterday him like Leah and arian like pulling fits like (laughs) and and rick and beth and then he's just like in percy (laughs) cosplay (laughs)
0: Like, I love it. Come on, method, you know? It's method.
2: Exactly.
1: Um I think the only like other thing that I really want to share from the press conference was um the um executive producer um shared a story about how um this is the first time he's seen like hundreds of background artists and actors like so excited to work on a project. Cause you oh. talked about like seeing them all put on the orange camp half blood t-shirts so and like how cool of a moment it was to see them like being able to embody the characters. Um, and that was really cool to hear.
2: Yeah. It was very sweet. Yeah. Especially like just even from the clips of the trailer, you can see truly how many like background kids they got for this.
1: There are so <laughs> many really cool. fucking children. <laughs>
2: it's really cool. Um, that they like did that much work to like build out the the world of this camp um and it's really cool to see um i wanted to talk about one of the funny one of the funniest moments was just the like i would say it was a good seven minute chunk of a mm-hmm. 30 minute press conference where they just recounted all the things they stole from this set i was like did this set have anything left on it? Like everyone took things. Yeah. I like, love
0: that. That's weird. Walker's
2: like, I got two shields. I got like <laughs> just listed. I have a sword. I have the metal sword. I have the wooden sword. I'm like, girl, nothing was left. Like they're gonna have to remake everything for season
1: two. I know. Um, oh, the only other thing I will share. Some some reporter had the nerve to be like, so Walker, are you in Deadpool 3? And he was like, No. <laughs>
0: so- this it's just not what it's about. At all. Yeah
1: I was like this is a 30 minute press conference I cannot believe we're talking about Marvel. <laughs> like I cannot believe. Also like no way he would say if he was. Well I don't know he's a kid but like. No he w- but he's would. Like, been
2: media trained he's been, been- in this
1: industry for yeah, a while. Yeah.
2: He wouldn't say shit like that.
1: Um, And also so much has already been spoiled about Deadpool 3 on the internet and I don't want to see any more I want everything to be, I want everything to be a surprise. It looks so good.
2: <laughs> I also want to bring up something. This is not like a negative. Well, I guess it is. It's not a bad thing. It's not like anyone's fault. I just find it interesting that in these press junkets, we see these actors like ready. Cause I remember they were like, t- like someone asked them about like, um they're like, their, if they had read the books prior to getting this role. Yeah. Which is like such an interesting question of just like Percy Jackson, the books, like this show is like pl- slated to reinvigorate an interest for kids these days but, like- about the books. And I was like, this is such a like fandom fueled requirement that is like very strange to me that like this, it was like one of the first questions asked to them. And then they had answers ready of like, yeah, I've read the book this many times. And like, I believe them. It's just interesting that like, they have to tell us that to like prove their quote unquote worthiness to play. This when character. they're kids. When they're kids. It's like, kids, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was very weird. And I'm, I feel like it's even weird I, to I, ha- make adult actors who were joining a franchise be, like, super fans of the franchise and not just, like, yeah. have done their like Like, have
1: you done this before? I mean, it's interesting to know. Yeah. But, like...
2: But, like, I know that when that question kids, was is, like, asked and, like, those kids had answers ready. Felt pointed, yeah. Because if they didn't have answers ready, people would have shit to say. And that's, like, very weird to me, you know? Yeah. But, uh, Glad that they liked them and that they're that they have been fans. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, uh, Leah said that she had wrote uh, an essay on Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah, like the year before being cast. Yeah. Um, and that was funny. That was really cute. Um, we should talk about the episodes. Um, let's just give our like general like takes, like our bro- broad strokes. What do do we think? (laughs) Like, no, I just like just like a quick like to start off with, just to like yeah, warm the waters. Like, what do we think?
2: This is now. I have to like condense my thoughts. Are
1: you trying trying to not spoil anything?
2: Yeah, I'm also trying to keep it like you know, this is just one and two. Yes, the review embargo for the others. Yes, at a different time. So I'm trying to think of general things I can say about one and two.
0: Um. detailed while being very true to the book I think.
2: I was gonna say it's very especially episode one is like extremely extremely accurate.
1: Yeah.
0: Quotes and everything. Yeah.
1: Episode one is like the first eight chapters.
0: Yeah. Like, Like
1: pretty much beat for beat.
2: Yeah and that's I think it was a good place for them to start because just seeing some things that have been released like over the past couple of days that they're like talking about any, like they're talking about moments where the, um, where the show is going to include scenes that aren't in the book. There's one yeah. notable one with Grover and Aries that has been talked about a lot this week on Twitter. I mean, we don't know what happens, but like just that, like someone leaks that like, yeah. it's going to be, um, a like scene that wasn't originally included in the books. And like, I think that it was a good idea to start with these one. I would even say episode two is pretty, pretty accurate. It's, it's a good way to like hook people in of like, this is, you know, staying true to the story and then finding places to like, maybe add add additional things later.
1: Yeah. And episodes one and two are i would say episode one is very true to the the book episode two starts to um they don't change things Uh, they they do a little bit of like rearrangement of like moments just to like make it flow better not as a book yeah always in service to the story um like there's one big change in with the um capture the flag scene mm. and just like how we introduced that that i i liked how that was set up um and then i will like the only thing i'll say about episodes three and four is we they start to get very additive with there because
2: the- i think it's also important like the books are only originally from percy's point of view mm-hmm. and i think episode one is it's only from-, from percy's point of view and then the biggest structural change is that episode two starts to take some moments that are not from Percy's point of view, which I think is really like important to the story. I think that books are so much more inherent. Like you want to hear someone's inner monologue and you can't hear someone's inner monologue in a show unless you're like, unless they're trying to do that and like that would get exhausting if we just always heard Percy's thoughts all the time so I think that it's good that they take moments in episode two to go towards other people's point of view things that we knew happened but we just learned by someone telling Percy and now we're actually watching it happen yeah. you know
1: and it's I'll I'll talk about like this because we already know they released the episode titles mm-hmm. so you know what each episode's about um episode one is is the intro it's the minotaur um, episode two is camp capture the flag. Um,
2: yeah, and we'll oh, stop that the- situation.
1: <laughs> well, no, I will say we we know what episode three and four like. This yeah. is, this has already been released. That like episode three is the Medusa episode. Mm-hmm. Episode four is the St. Louis Arch episode. Yeah. Um, and like we know we know the whole season. <laughs> we, we are this is already stuff we know. Um, and I will say like, even in the sh- the way it's the episodes are structured, like structured like that i think it was clear from even before watching the series that like it was gonna get more additive as it goes on because it's not a long book yeah it's like there's it they don't really dive into each of the monster encounters super in depth they do more than they did in the the movie yeah but like they're going to start to dive in a lot more yeah um as the series goes on and i anticipate that like this the pattern is continues into the yeah the uh, tunnel of love and yeah uh, yeah
2: i will hotel oh that's what i was trying to think of this is changing gears but thinking about all of the the like just recounting those moments the the cinematography in this show like does not fuck around like it's actually like really beautiful there are some shots that are like so great and like like i would like there's action shots i won't go too in depth but like there there's action shots that are like beautifully framed and i'm like that is so impressive that we like figured out how to do these battles with mythical creatures and also like put a cool like yeah spin on the shot of it and like how we filmed it. Cause normally like if you're doing something that high tech with that much CGI and movement to cover and stuff like that, like like cinematography typically falls by the wayside of just like how do we get this on camera and make it look real. Yeah. And this like did that and also like added like new layers to it. It was really cool. It yeah.
0: did sorry I was gonna say especially the the fights in the first episode with monsters. I think were filmed really 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 well and they weren't all the same either like it was very like based on the environment like they used what they had like this is so cryptic but i feel like they used what they had in the different like sets to their
1: advantage
2: yes definitely
1: they they really built a world yeah it took a lot of time to build out the world Um and they really capture it. Camp is incredible. It is incredible. Um, we'll talk about it more in the (laughs) spoiler section because I don't want to. I want you to experience seeing the camp for the first time. Yeah, like like we do, and it is fantastic. Um, I'll say like change wise. I think the you were talking about like adding other perspectives. I think the biggest change in the first two episodes is we get a lot more grover
2: we, we do. do yeah and like the the way that we get a lot more grover is really cool so i don't i don't think we should say what it no, is no we
1: won't say that, that but like yeah, but...
2: just expect that get excited <laughs>
1: yeah um i think yeah we're really seeing them flesh out all three characters a lot yeah. more um we episodes 1 and 2 anna doesn't really get introduced toward like I mean, she gets introduced in episode two, but like you guys know the story, like yeah, <laughs> like she the, their relationship like forms a little later. Um, yeah, like overall, I like I think I would say my favorite out of the, these first two, I think is episode two because I like I like how how much episode one sets up and how accurate it is, yeah. but I do like. How episode two starts to get a little more additive.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I just enjoy, like even fundamentally in the book, I enjoy the action that happens in that part of the story
1: more. Yeah, like we're in camp. Yeah,
0: Yeah. you know.
2: Yeah.
1: But it it made me, I think it excited me in particular because it made me really trust that these um creators were gonna be able to add to the story. Yeah. Without taking away from the original text and I think my confidence in that was even more built up in in the the later episodes three and four um I'm so excited for us to be we can't talk about it yet but episode three I will say episode three is the best episode so far and I'm very excited when we can actually talk about it um incredible um let's give our final non-spoiler thoughts and then we'll talk spoilers in part two which
2: will come out next week will come out
1: next week or you can listen to right now if you're listening to this next week who knows Uh, yeah less than a week from now (laughs) that That is true that is crazy that this show comes out less than a week from now what's even crazier is it's like a month until we get to see (laughs) another episode that we haven't seen because we've already seen the first four episodes um Yeah. So any final, final non-spoiler thoughts, things you would like to share with, with our readers?
2: Um, I, this is not really like a, a, I guess it is like a cumulative thought about one and two, but it's more of a, a ponder of just, I personally thought the pacing and the structure of specifically episode one, where we are introduced to all this Was good enough for someone who had no prior knowledge of this series. Oh, yeah. But I also acknowledge that maybe I can't ever really know that. So I am super excited to see how, if like, you know, how people who have not had any exposure to this series feel like if they can keep up. Because I think it does a pretty good job, especially since we're following Percy's POV most of the time. And he's learning about all this. Like, I think it does a pretty good job at, like, setting it up. But I also know that I'm not the one who can judge that. I've known this story since I was nine. So, I think, like, there's... I don't know. I'm excited to see. I I hope that it comes across.
1: There's a good balance, I think, between not being boring for someone who knows the story and, like, making sure you give all the important.
2: Yeah. Because it is a complex enough world and situation that if you don't clearly if people don't understand after episode one they're turning it off you know so i just hope that people understand because i think they will but i know that i'm not the best judge of that
0: yeah i would agree with that though and i think like something that helps that um to be achievable is like i think the relationships were built very well and established very well yeah Um, I guess that's all I'll say but I think so
1: (laughs) we'll we'll be be a lot more revealing in our next episode when when you guys know what we do yeah um yeah I guess my those really summed up a lot of my final thoughts in that like I really feel taken care of by the showrunners of the show they really take care of the audience um (laughs) and i think they take care of both new viewers um and people who have known this story since they were seven yeah um yeah with that i think that ends part one of this episode so tune in to part two
2: if it's out yet if it's out yet and when it comes out
0: Tune
1: in.